from the Book of Morals and Precepts. Contentment. The law is immutable. It decrees the circumstances which surround your sojourn on earth. Yet, it has established that by the nature of things, for all reasonable desires, all honest endeavors, and for all normal requirements, there is a probability of attainment and success. Certainty there never can be. For certainty and assurance in such things are contrary to the law. The poor man says, Oh, that I had riches, I could be free from worry and care. The rich man says, Oh, that I could cast aside my responsibilities and live in peace. The poor man cannot understand the worries and anxieties of the rich. He knows nothing of the problems and perplexities of power. Boredom is outside his experience, and therefore he bewails his loot. He sees joy in the faces of others, but cannot see their secret griefs. He envies those with position in a state, but cannot understand their responsibilities. He envies the leisure of the rich man reclining at his ease, but he cannot know the turmoil seething within his breast. Contentment does not come with possessions, nor peace with power. If you be numbered among the poor, take comfort, for you have many causes for thankfulness. Can you not sit at your table with a quiet mind, undisturbed by the clanking tongues of flatterers and hypocrites? Do the demands of needy men disturb your peace? Does the morsel you eat not taste wholesome? In the stomach of the rich, it will sit as a stone. The task that encompasses your day brings healthy sleep in its train. And if your bed be hard, remember that many a restless head sleeps on down. Joy and contentment come from something a man has within himself, not from things without. Solitude is a torment to the uneasy heart, but balm to the contented one. A man who can be satisfied with little is the possessor of wisdom. He who desires no more than sufficient will always have enough. His cares will be few. Riches do not bring peace to the soul.
The greatest treasure of all is a contented heart. The coming of riches is not a misfortune. The inheritance of estates is not a calamity to the wise man, for he will utilize them with temperance and discretion. The cup of gladness may be sipped by man, but to drain it is too much for the constitution of mortals. Contentment is the goal of life, but first, the race has to be run. None can receive the crown of the victor until the course is finished and he takes his place among the competitors in the halls of eternity. A piece of arable land fenced about, a plot of meadow, a grove of sycamore trees, a faithful wife and many sons. What more can a man desire? Yet, tares grow among the corn and weeds among the fodder. Flowers wilt unless watered and finding a good wife requires much diligence. Nothing comes without effort and nothing on earth can be perfect for that is the law. Therefore, be content if your burdens are bearable and your sorrows counterbalanced by your joys. Live today fully. Sigh not for tomorrow, for it will come. Regret not yesterday, for it is day. Active discontent is a spur to achievement, but placid discontent must be cut out like a malignant growth, for it eats into the pleasures of men. Remember that pleasure is the companion, not the guide of your journey. The law decrees that the nation which places pleasure before duty, ease before effort, and peace before honor shall pass into the hands of another. Contentment is a state of mind, not an end, but he who is content with anything deserves nothing. To give life is a joy. To take it shatters content. He who has many children has many joys, but he who takes life from another shall not. Enjoy contentment in his own.